Clustered conversations. Clustered conversations. By Weka. Hello and welcome to Clustered Conversations. I'm Bob. And I'm Josh. And uh, today we're joined by Omar from Slack, which is uh, the Stanford Linear Accelerator, I believe. Uh, is that, did I get the name right? You got it. You forgot center, but you got it. Ninety percent of the way through. Yeah. It's good enough. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. I was a I was that a C right. student. Not the messaging stuff. company. You know, not the messaging company. So these yeah. get degrees, right? I mean, well, so uh, you guys are that's how that works. You guys are rocket scientists. You guys are the scientists looking at the stuff that is, uh, you know, putting the universe together. I take it. <laughs> Funny story that you mentioned rocket scientists, because in a past life, I was indeed an aerodynamicist, uh, worked for NASA, did a lot of computational fluid dynamics, a lot of numerical modeling. Um, That's how I came about to come into Slack uh, from my scientific computing background. So funny that you mentioned rocket scientists, because I do have a master's in aerospace engineering, which I did for almost 10 years. Oh. And then I went and got my um, my MBA, uh, so and here ther- I am at Slack. You know, thermo and fluid were the reason that I'm no longer mechanical engineering. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? Those are the most critical reasons why you want to be a, a, an engineer. Uh, I was uh, taking those classes. And I'm all, I do not enjoy this. This is not me. I need to go find something else. Oh man, you don't like how <laughs> the golf balls work, the dimples, and all that good stuff. I find it fascinating, oh. but just I couldn't do the math. And I, what I was really good at was the manufacturing engineering side of things. I was good at the the hands on uh, making things work. On, so yeah. I went I went that direction more, and then uh, ended up uh, in technology this way. Yeah, so look I'm at that! Drastically you know? underqualified for this conversation. <laughs> I have no, no. I, uh, I here I am same, with my BS know? in recreation, signed by the Terminator. <laughs> hey, but and, look at this! We all ended in the same spot. All three of us right here lined up. So yeah, exactly. doesn't Parallel matter your background, right? So we we all three love technology, science, and technology. So well, we're that generation. Exciting, kinda, exciting things. Yeah, we we kind of grew up on that. Uh, you know, learning basic was part of school at one point, and kind of learning computing and just. Go, wow! Go all the way up, right? We've uh, it's been. I don't part think of I was lives. born I there, have, but okay. I did. That <laughs> no, in my I did. French I did class. some basic. I won't lie. I we, did. I, did, I learned basic, basic at the Westminster Mall in uh, in Southern California. They had a, a little stand in the middle where they had computers, and they made us. You know, my parents signed me up for weekend classes. I go take uh, basic classes when I was a little kid in the middle of a mall oh. on a on a stand. <laughs> Look at you! That must have been exciting. It was. What other know. What other thing would a little kid do at that time? You know. I know. <laughs> I loved computers. I don't know why. It was a strange child. Yeah. Right, yeah cool. I learned. I learned. Uh, I started learning basic um, back in uh, high school. But um, when I was, I, I did my high school in El Salvador, so I started doing it a little bit over there. Um, nice. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, I guess. How'd you end up at Slack? I mean, what uh, what brought you over besides you know thermo and oh, uh, was that to research? <laughs> No, funny story was that um, I was working with a small firm. It, we were about six engineers. We had our own library, which was really cool, which one of the my negotiation things is like, hey, we have a library. And I was like, I'm sold. Where do I sign? You know, all those access to all those books and reports, NASA reports and things like that. Um, so I was with them. Uh, they got me right when I was uh, doing my master's. You know, I had to defend my my. Um, thesis project and uh i got so invested with them that next thing i knew time flew and i got a letter from the university saying if you don't defend your thesis 
we're going to cancel all your classes. Oh man, I jumped on it, right? I told time just passed, you know, and we're talking about like seven years later and I was like, what? <laughs> so um, I, I, I jumped on it and um, I got it done. I presented it. It was great. And um, I, shortly after the company lost its kind of like a vision, the leadership kind of lost its vision, the, the mission, you know, the economy was not doing so well. At the same time, we were getting roughly starting getting up again. And um, like I said, we were very small, like six engineers. So we would do everything right, marketing and everything you can think of, even brewing our own coffee, which, you know, it's really great. But um, it's so um, they went and they got, um, we lost a contract to a company in Virginia for a management contract that we thought that it was going to help us kind of immerse ourselves on a different role. And at the same time, you know, give us a little bit more of a uh, flexibility in terms of, you know, our R&D and things that we can do. But so we lost it. And funny thing is that company in Virginia, um, uh, you know, got into the conversations with us and uh, was looking to acquire us. And so during that acquisition process, things didn't start to pan out really well for me. And Funny thing was that my father, uh, neighbor, worked at Slack, and um, she got a hold of my resume. Uh, Amadeo Parasso, who's the division director right now for the Technology Innovation Division, got a hold of my resume and uh, wanted to meet me. So I came in all suited, all ready for my interview. Um, funny thing, it was that we were um, uh, there was uh, Amadeo who speaks Italian. At that time, there was also Randy um, spoke English, and we had this other colleague of our Ernesto who spoke English, Spanish, French, Portuguese, and so in Italian. So I got in there, was like, okay, so how are we doing this? We're we doing this in Italian. Are we going to do this in English? How are we doing this? So it was it was really great. It was a you know it was just a very informal, great conversation about technology, where you want to be in terms of career growth and things like that. So that kind of opened that door. That in, formal meeting and the fact that um my uh, my boss Amadeo loves soccer so <laughs> one of the questions was do you play soccer and of course I do so you know they uh, within a, few, a couple months I got a notification that they wanted me to come in and and yeah and they just kind of like you know help us right now while we're growing and then I can help you out in your career so that's how I ended up in Slack. You know, I'm so far six years later, I'm still okay. Very busy, but uh, it's fun. A lot of cool things happening. And I guess you know nice. working with the storage stuff. So I mean, how did the uh, storage kind of become part of your world? Since that's uh, you know in, in our world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we hired uh, a colleague from Italy. Uh, his name is Ricardo, and he wanted to learn about storage, and so. You know, at that time, we were using, you know, NFS um, appliances and uh, uh, there was talks about, hey, you know, let's get, you know, let's upgrade our storage. Right. It's so old. And so he got really invested in learning luster. Okay. And um, eventually he decided uh, that, you know, after a few years uh, becoming our expert, he decided that it was time for him to go back home for his family. And so we lost some of that expertise, yet I've always been in the background of things, right? So I started picking it up, right? I started the point, I started maintenance and stuff like that. And so, and the team got just smaller, smaller, smaller. 
And then I believe his name is Steve. He introduced us to Weka. And our first conversation was with Efrain, uh, amazing guy. And um, he was our first POC and kind of just drive this through, drive this through, you know, and uh, did us did us a demo. And it looked, I mean, it looked great. And so we decided, well, we have these, you know, non-redundant appliance here. We need something better, something more performant, especially, you know, okay, we, we can integrate it into our, you know, home environment, right? The first thing we can do, we can integrate into our home environment, not the, you know, the heavy duty stuff that what that's <laughs> meant for, but it was a good integration <laughs> just come in. And so, yeah, it fact, started like we, that, right? So, yeah, we invented uh, quotas just for you guys. I mean, the quotas were put into the product because that's one of the things you guys required. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that the, where quotas came from? That's where quotas came yeah, from. The, I, I didn't know the story behind my way. Of, all right, I was, oh, I was on those right. calls because uh, when Ephraim moved on to his next role, he gave me Slack. And so I was the guy working with you guys doing the next uh, set of installs. Oh, that is too funny. Yeah. So like I said, it was integrated into that particular um, uh, technology for us because um, we couldn't replace the heavy duty stuff, but this was something that needed replacement, needed something new. And that new was Weka. And, um, you know, we deployed it a couple of times. Eventually we finally finalized the deployment and it was great. I remember at one point that there was one note that it was rebooting itself. But I had so many other things to do, I didn't even care. I just left it going and going, and the product just continued to work, right? <laughs> and then new features were getting um, uh, in, um, installed in our cluster. So things were polishing up better to our environment. As you mentioned, the quotas, we definitely do need those because, you know, our users, we have a heavy base users, and they can throw a lot of data into their home directories. And all of a sudden, they ate up all the space in the system, or they just hung everything so uh, very important for that so yeah so that's how what got started and then if i always wanted to get into the ffb our fast feedback which right. is our you know experiment storage and things like that so that's what mm-hmm. he, he kept pushing he kept pushing and as i told you as the team got smaller amadeo started helping me you know deploy right what we call our data reduction pipeline with our ffb storage our new fast feedback it was all going to be luster shiny new toy all luster we were all excited but no manpower to deploy it right so he got a hold of Ephraim again um worked out a deal and uh next thing i knew they, uh, he told me all right we're going to deploy work on the fast feedback which Ephraim really wanted to test that environment and so uh, we got it there and um long behold it worked great right i mean we have that i don't have to worry about it Right. The current, the way our luster is deployed, you know, you have to replace a disk if it's failed because you have, you know, some um, some latency that are caused by it. You know, if the MDS or one of the servers goes down, you're losing a lot of storage. So one of the things of having this and having not enough personnel was that, you know, you have two failover domains the way we set it up. Right. So it's kind of like, well, I lost that. No big deal. I'll look at it later, you know, <laughs> just let it go, let it go, you know, not critical, it's fine. Yeah, I lost the drive, not critical, I lost two, not critical, well, you know, now that I'm starting to lose two, okay, now we're talking, you know, so that kind of gave us that flexibility, that peace of mind, you know, that usability of administration, so that kind of, you know, that low um, uh, quantity of personnel was really the key that allowed Weka to come in more into our environment. And so far, it's been working really great. 
Um, thank you for that. Thank you for the, uh, you know, all the upcoming features as well. We're really excited for those. Mm -hmm. And um, because of that, now that we're thinking about our next generation, building a whole new data center, you know, we're looking yeah. about a exabyte of storage right now um, over 10 years. Wow. Just for just one. Bit. Yeah. Just for one, um, you know, for the Rubin Observatory, right? The one that's going to survey the Southern Hemisphere for 10 years, right? Look at dark oh, matter. Wow. You know, um, just look at the galaxy in general and see if there's any oh, you're saying possible meteorite hitting us, the, you know. Of so, the galaxy, right? Yeah. So Weka will be that, you know, storage capturing all the data sort of people to uh, analyze later. So we're building this right now. And so uh, I would say, you so, know, Weka better continue doing great, right? Otherwise, we're going to miss that meteorite, right? So it's yeah, going to be. Omar, I think you, you said something rather interesting there. So it's yeah. this observatory is watching the Southern Hemisphere. And you said it's looking for meteors? No, well, so, it's one of the applications, right? It's not just looking for meteor, right? It's looking at different things, uh, the composition of the is, universe, dark energy. But that's one of the potential, any potential hazard mm -hmm. coming to the Earth, right? It's going to be, so we're going to be able to capture so it, it. It could be used as space defense. <laughs> like we're watching for incoming. <laughs> we're watching, yes. Like large, large bodies yeah, that could yeah, potentially that is correct. cause so, catastrophic. You know, a, lot, a lot of pressure on you guys to make sure that our, that system is, you know, performant and stable and all that good stuff uh, to get all that right. data. But yeah, so a lot of things are coming in. And because we have this experience already with the FB, we're expanding mm -hmm. on that. I mean, unfortunately, um, it can, it's not cannot all be flash, right? I mean, if we had an unlimited amount of funds, then uh, everybody would kind of do flash. But um, so we're doing, uh, we're playing with Weka and S3 as a backend to do some tiering, right? So yeah. working on that, that because, you know, we're going to have to get some spindles to get that capacity at a, you know, reasonable budget. Wow. So that's, mm -hmm. that's really exciting. It happens. Yeah. That's the thing uh, Josh is helping you out with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? We, we just a couple spent a of hours today, today yeah. hammering exactly. it. So that was really great. Exactly. We're, we're almost there, right, Josh? We're almost, <laughs> almost there. So close. so close. I'm still blaming the proxy. 99.99%. Six Sigma. Exactly. Yeah, so that's exactly. perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So that's so what that, we're that working fast on right feedback, now. The fast yeah. feedback workflow that you have right now, is that part of the actual linear accelerator itself or is that a different? Yeah, that's the, exactly. That's the uh, free electron laser. Yeah, indeed. Um, yes. So, but the thing about this, this is also one of the other projects that I'm involved with is the upgrade of this, you know, free electron mm -hmm. laser. So it's going it, to, we're calling LCLS2. And so it's going to be about, you know, I think the current one that we have is about 120 pulses per second. You're looking at almost at a million with uh -huh. the new LCLS2 coming. So you're looking at a waves amounts of data coming in, which is actually, you know, so funny and interesting that, you know, people focus on like, oh, the telescope, we're going to survey the galaxy, you know, yeah, you know, but the data is coming, you know, but it's slow and not a big deal. But when you look at the uh, different experiments and what they're trying to accomplish with LCLS2, that amount of data is quite huge. So there we're going to be hitting, you know, um, both networking, you know, uh, CPUs, you know, it's going to be really hard. And so we're developing a, a data reduction pipeline so that we can, you know, kind of validate what the what data we can store, what data we can, you know, I wouldn't say throw away, but not I mean, store. Data that's <laughs> so, not, not consequential. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that, and that's a big project and that's, you know, it's coming uh, online as well, you know, so yeah, a lot of cool said things. And because of that, 
Oh, sorry, Amadeo yeah, said you ahead. guys were uh, um, adding to the collider. It's going to be even longer or upgraded. Oh, yeah, that is indeed. So right now we're using about oh, one-third, so now we're going to be using two-thirds of it. So oh, definitely crazy. is increasing. Yeah. So that's going to be how many exciting. Now, Almost, or? I think, 8,000 8, times the intensity that we have right now. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of work is it's, it's, uh, happening right now. So wow. exciting times at, uh, at Slack with those two projects. And then we have another one coming up away, which is a plasma project that unfortunately I'm on the background of it, but I haven't really digested because I'm still working heavily on getting this new infrastructure in place and getting all this new hardware that we can start using Weka, right? Because we're going to have different clusters for Weka. So you guys are collecting data from space. You're collecting data from exotic particles that are being created when when atoms smash together. So you're looking at the smallest of smallest and the biggest of biggest and (laughs) <laughs> that's a pretty cool that's job. right that's right you know to that <laughs> that's quite the that scale of, yeah. yeah that's correct you know from those protein <laughs> levels yeah that's that's definitely that's uh that's a true statement bob thank you for that <laughs> and, then, and then and then dark matter on top of that so even stuff that isn't something <laughs> oh my god yeah so it, it like I or, said, or maybe it be, is something it's going to be fascinating yes. right so a, a whole new data center is being built for this uh for these particular purposes so a lot of that's cool great. science a lot of cool technology. So, you know, the group has grown and we're trying to push, you know, look at the different technologies out there, you know, partner up with different people to see, you know, that we can have a very optimal, stable and reliable system and a scalable too, because we're just going to keep growing and growing and growing for the next 10 years or so. Uh, I can, so go ahead, Josh. So part of the, the, the new experiments that are coming online, like the, the new capabilities that you have with these new imagers and the technology that's supporting it, you know, WEC is one of those things, um, has, I mean, this is kind of a, a direct and maybe a little bit kind of marketing sort of question sort of thing, but have, um, with the capabilities of Weka and the installations that you have and knowing kind of how it can scale and what it could potentially do at larger larger uh, installation sizes, has that influenced kind of what you guys have targeted in terms of experiments that you could do? Actually, you know, the experiments are, um, I would say, you know, they are, the, the, I guess the mission requirements, if you want to think about that, have already been established. So we're molding okay. into that, right? It's not, so we have to make sure that we are ready with the, you know, with the like, technologies that, you know, are, whatever network or storage or CPU cluster or GPU cluster or workflows, all that, mm-hmm. uh, right. Can handle it. So, yeah. Yeah. So no, no, no. The experiment is definitely driving, uh, you know, the, the infrastructure as we would say. Yeah. Awesome. So, and the yeah. adoption of new technologies and. Yeah. We're looking at different things, yeah. right. Playing with a couple of, uh, uh, uh uh, you know, open sources uh, technologies so that we can make sure that, again, it's it's an optimal environment, right? And also, you know, easily, uh, the administration of it, it's it's not complex, mm-hmm. right? Anybody can yeah. look at it and say, oh, there's something here. And, you know, we, it's a great, great, great group of team, great, great people, you know, and, and good leadership, I would say, and, and in terms of this vision of integrating, because before there was different um, silos, right, of different um, mm-hmm. groups, Right, doing kind of their own little thing, right, and set in their own ways. And now here we come, and that's that's how I became part of this because I was also one of those silos that was in mm-hmm. charge just of the Lenoc, which is are these X-rays, soft X-ray, hard X-ray experiments. That's was my, my my focus. And so now they're like, okay, we, we can't have these silos because you know we just get massive scale of things, right? The experiments, what they're driving, um, the demands, and the people. We need to integrate that. So under this new umbrella. 
we're bringing also all these other directorates into it so that they can, you know, uh, take advantage of not only the underlying infrastructure that we're deploying the framework, but also the, the, the you know, like the tools, but also the, um, the hardware itself. So, yeah, so hopefully at one point, everything will be nicely unified. So it'll be better integrated, right? So. There'll be a, a few fewer Synologies and Drobos under desks. So. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, maybe somebody will leave a, always you know, a next in. machine yeah. right there next to me. So, <laughs> so, so we yeah. start off with the, uh, the the home directories. I don't remember that, right? So, and then we moved on to the fast feedback. So the fast feedback, I think the requirement there, we had to do like a 100 gigs a second or something of writes, something like that that came from your... Yeah, uh, I, think, I think the order was, you know, def- so... Our offline storage right now is Luster, right? So, um, and it's great. I'm not, yeah. there's nothing, I'm not going to say anything bad about it because it worked no, really great over the years. Yeah. But in terms yeah. of, but it does require like a dedicated, you know, person or, you know, it, more than, you know, as a small group we can do, right? Um, and as, as a, you know, it works great when it's all shining and new, but as it gets old, you know, the hardware gets old. So it needs a little bit, you know, very TLC, tender, love and care. And unfortunately, you know, we, uh, that focus wasn't there. So, um, so the rights that we were doing there um, wasn't um, anything that we can get, like, I think uh, our, 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 we were looking at about one gigabit per second. Anything above that will help us, you know, achieve our goal. And then when we got Weka, I think it was around 2.5 or 3 gigabit per second that we got. So way more than what we need right now for our current setup. But eventually, as I said, what else the demand is there is high. Then right. we're looking at their uh, establishing uh, network connectivity of terabits per second, right, to be able to get that, move that data. Yeah, because we've done we've done experiments where we've been doing uh, well not experiments customers workloads where we've got to sixty gig, gigabytes a second of uh, of writes from us, so it's uh, you have the space there. It'd be fun to help architect this things to go forward because as you extend that collider and add in even the plasma laser, it's gonna be a lot of data coming in. So I want to. Oh yeah. <laughs> A lot, a lot it's, of data. So we're looking. We definitely. This is where I have to I talk about the. And and, and, and you know, and I have constantly, you know, um, myself, and now that I'm, you know, this, now that I, there's a storage team. Before it, it was, I was the storage team, you know. But now that we have a well-defined storage team, it's really great that they, um, you know, they're coming in as well. They're learning about Weka. Um, they see some of the easeability that it is with it. You know, it's like I said. Sometimes it's hard to get people away from the technologies that they know, but it's like, oh, come on, dude. No, <laughs> we got to move on, well, you know? B- so. Believe me, I used to be a SAN expert and I try to get people converted to NAS. It was like, you know, fighting a holy war. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what, that's kind of what we are. We're also educating because um, at LCLS, we were the ones who adopted it. We were the ones who deployed it. We we're the ones who administer. And by we, I mean I. So, <laughs> you know, I've been working with like Josh, with yourself, with Efrain, with Eric, different people to kind of guide me and, you know, um, be more versed at, uh, you know, the different capabilities of Weka and things like that and making sure that it meets our requirements, right? And if there's something we need to turn or something that we need to look at, uh, that prompt response is, is really good. So, and then then uh, next we're going for scale at your at your facility, right? The, uh, the stuff we're working on is going to be just exabytes and exabytes of data under management at some point. So it's fun to see. Yes, indeed. It. So... And, and, and you can't buy all that hardware at once, right? We cannot, you know, 10 years. So we have to buy it in pieces because as hardware moves, right? Uh, right. And technology changes, you get better hardware, hopefully lower cost, hopefully. 
But, um, you know, it's like when we get there, there'll be a new shiny toy to build. And the fact that we can just scale on it, it's just, it's going to be great. It's just one of the things that we're looking for in terms of, uh, Josh and I play around with uh, with the cloud cluster. I think people heard of this before if they listen to this podcast, but we've made a a cluster with very little bit of disk, but 14 exabytes of uh, storage space because we attached it to an object store. So you can make it just look as big as you want if there's an object store there, and then you can grow yeah. into it as you add more storage. That's correct. Yeah, strong air quotes and, around. And, and around is, that, is that through AWS? Is that what you use, AWS? To yeah, get we, we, just, we were up in the cloud. You. We just pointed at an object store and said, hey, here you go. <laughs> 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 we didn't actually consume no. 14 exabytes yeah. of storage. We just, we just, we just put it in there. So, I can make, do yeah. it. And make the yeah. DF look really cool. Yes, indeed. Yeah, like when was the last time you saw an E in Tiger? Well, you'll see half on our end. It's probably more because half is just the the Ruben data, but you know, as wow. we get LCLS, it's going to definitely grow quite significantly. Nice. So yeah. Well, and you know, what is going to be behind that. So uh, good things to come, especially with the new upgrades that I'm hearing about will allow us also to deprecate some old technologies, right? Because right now, you know, one tool can do it all right. But um, as we, you know, build this relationship as, and as Bob said, with the quotas, right, as we build the relationship, we look at this feature and it's helping us, really get rid of those deprecated technologies like they have no business being in their environment anymore right and so that's really cool so when i was in my previous company i would say you know s3 is coming a lot of the kids who are coming to college are you know s3 specialists because that's all they learned with their scripting and as they start working and building tools the new stuff is going to be communicating in different way our ideas of file systems and the way we've worked with things in the past is kind of becoming antiquated and it's oh yeah, the, <laughs> the whole I mean you're still of, talking yeah. about basic, right? <laughs> I know, man. We're all uh, it's files and folders is all we learned back in the day, but now it's all oh, API man. calls. So it's uh, it's yeah. you know it was nice we added S3 a few months, uh, God, it's a, a year ago now to to Weka, So yeah. Been yep. So now you can do S3 out the front end as well. So as new technologies come on board, I'm sure a lot of those telescopes and the new microscopes and everybody else is going to start speaking. For the demands, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, and we want to have high speed for you. So it's it's exciting to, to be able to be a part of your growth and part of the future. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you. I really do appreciate it. And like I said, I enjoy working with everybody at work and the uh, validation and the support. It's It's always really great. So I'm happy. I'm, I'm really am happy where we are at. And this is no marketing. I'm not trying to sell the product or anything like that. It's just that, you know, it works very well for us yeah. in terms of our, you know, personnel, in terms of what the different things that we're trying to accomplish. So yeah, next thing we well. got to do is figure out a way to do a, a road trip down to the Southern Hemisphere and check out these telescopes. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Chile so you can see that the largest lens, uh, the largest camera in the world. Yeah, it's, it's in Chile right now. That's, I, it's, it's, I believe it's, oh, it's right. being built, so it's exciting. I don't know if it's done. I, I personally haven't been there, but some of my colleagues have and are and are working on on the telescope, right, and the optics and stuff like that. They, they're there, but uh, it's the largest camera. Yeah, almost. I think it's last time somebody told me it was like the same size as a five 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 point five person. You know, five feet five inches, something like that. Person. Wow. Something like that, five five, yeah. Just put my daughter right there. Just like the five feet, sensor. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 just the biggest one. So really exciting, you know. And then the different, you know, um, technologies that are embedded into it also will make are very very cool. Right. So you have to take a selfie. Well, Omar, thanks for joining us. Yeah, appreciate the time. Like great stories. Like really looking forward to the things that's coming out of what you guys are doing there. And 
you know, hopefully like WICA continues to sort of really help and, uh, and, and sort of drive, drive the future of, of human knowledge. Really looking forward to that. Appreciate your time. Oh yeah. My pleasure. So, Thank you both for inviting me and giving a chance to uh, introduce myself to the community and also, you know, to talk about science and technology, two things that I really love and the reason why I am at Salat. So yeah. And great things to come. And like I said, you know, it's a good relationship with the personnel at, at Weka and also, you know, the technology itself has uh, been very suitable for our environments and our needs. So, and I look forward to the new releases that really gave us an extra edge of where we want to be. So that's going to be really great. Fantastic. Great. Well, for uh, thank you again and for Cluster Conversations, I'm Josh. And I'm Bob. Thank you. And we will talk to you next time. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.